up everybody welcome back to the m3 podcast i am brandon alongside me always is andrew oh yeah and uh well it's been a, been a hot minute we finally got uh we finally got a chance to get back at it yeah we we've, we've been gone for a while but uh got our schedules to finally align and, and here we are ready to talk about better days yes absolutely uh we are still without kenny uh of course um, which we will actually, we should be recording hopefully again soon and he will be back. Uh, we just finally got a chance for me and you to have a day to where we could do something. Uh, so when it's, when it's me and you, uh, and you know, I'm sure Kenny will want to join in at some point whenever he gets a chance, but, uh, when it's me and you, we'll be doing a lot of wrestling stuff. So, and we've done WrestleMania so far. We've done some uh, bash at the beach 2000 this last go round. And today we're going to be talking Backlash 2000, uh, WWF Backlash 2000, some of the some of the better moments of the uh, that year. And you know, I kind of think it's a forgotten year. I was just thinking about this earlier. It, I don't remember. I remember a lot, but I don't remember a lot from that year. Yeah, I, I think of, you kind to of, me, you, we think 2000 to me is, uh, you know, as a viewer, anyways, it's a lot better than '99. To me, there was so much hit or miss stuff in 99. And to me, this is the year they got it right. And like, uh, they were starting to overshadow WCW anyway, but this is the year they just, they took everything over. Really, really took it. Yeah. 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 WCW really fell off the wagon really bad this year. So it didn't take much. And that's saying something because you, the first half of the year, you're without Undertaker and you're without Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Um, both injured, both one, one neck injury, one, a, uh, neck surgery. Um, I can't remember what happened with, with Taker now is, uh, groin, I think groin injury. And of course this was the transition year between the ministry undertaker and the American badass undertaker came back at judgment day 2000, um, which we'll have to do sometime because that was another big moment. In that yeah. year, uh, there was there was definitely some big moments. Uh, you know, we start to see some of those WCW talents jump ship, like the Radicals, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. Um, but they all appeared in this on this card actually for Backlash 2000, and uh, no Undertaker, no Kane, a um, few others left off. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, like I said, was injured, but uh, is 
build for the show. Um, before we get into Backlash 2000, though, real quick, uh, I kind of want to gloss over uh, Backlash 2023 a little bit. It just happened a few weeks ago. Like I said, we've been a little, we've been without recording because of the the time. But uh, I did want to just kind of touch on that a little bit since it is more current. And I know we don't want to talk about current stuff as much because we're not as much of a fan of the current stuff. But we, there is a couple things on this card, mainly one match that, you know, I, it's an ongoing thing. The the road to Cody Rhodes's first championship for the WWE. And I kind of want to follow that. You know, I think you kind of do, too. Yeah, uh, it's it, they've made it interesting enough for me to want to see what and when how this happens. So we hit a roadblock. Um, in the WrestleMania at WrestleMania with Roman getting the surprise victory over Cody. He hits a roadblock block the next night by Brock Lesnar turning heel and attacking him. That's brutal. And they end up fighting on this. Yeah, pretty brutal. End up fighting on, on back at this backlash show from Puerto Rico, as Michael Cole would say, because <laughs> you can't just say Puerto Rico like a normal white guy. <clears throat> um, but, but uh, <clears throat> so um, just want to touch on this real quick. And I know <clears throat> we both have a, a little bit of thoughts on, on this. So good overall. Okay. Show. I think yeah. in, and in some aspects, actually a little bit better than mania. I thought, I thought it upstaged mania. Yeah. I think, I, I think mostly upstaged mania, which, um, you know, coincidentally, uh, so did backlash 2000. It mm-hmm. upstaged WrestleMania 2000 big time. I thought, um, but, uh, I think we'll start with just this night one or we'll start with match one. Sorry. Uh, Bianca Belair versus EO sky. Um, I'm not writing it. We're not writing this one. I didn't, I didn't ask you to, I uh, just want, cause, cause we've, we've got a lot more to discuss with backlash 2000, but what did you think of this or how do you, do you remember kind of this a little bit and how you yeah. felt about it? Um, it, it was I, exciting, but there <clears> was just, there were way too many finisher kickouts for me. I'm, I'm old school. You're old school. Right. I, I, I figure you're probably going to yeah. say the same thing, but it was just, I know it's wrestling and kayfabe's dead, but it's just, it's too unbelievable for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, it, Bianca gets the win retains the raw women's title uh, by pinfall um, decent spots a uh, crowd really which the crowd was super hot this entire show uh, I know a lot of people want backlash to be in Puerto Rico from here on out I think that's kind of dumb I understand why because it's such a hot crowd I, I think yeah. they need to go back to Puerto Rico more mm-hmm. if you're gonna have that kind of crowd they really dig the wrestling down there you know like they're they're in it they a lot of them still believe it it is what it is right? Um, it's their, it's, it's a big part of their culture, which I appreciate. I appreciate that they were so hot for this show. Uh, lots of cheers. Maybe they were just excited for everybody and that's, so it might, it's kind of hard to judge, but there was a lot of cheers for damage control. A lot of cheers for EO sky. Yeah. Um, was this the match where there was, there, there, I mean, new spot back and forth and they were doing the heck out of Bianca Belair. Am I remembering that right? I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty I don't sure remember they, that part. I'm pretty sure they had the forearm spot back and forth, and uh, they were booing Bianca. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, they were. Bad. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's it's been over a year now. She's hit the record, and I, I which is great for her. She's great and athletic, but I think it's time to take it off. I was a little bit mad about Oscar not winning it, 
And maybe this was the crowd's way of saying, hey, she's great. You know, there's a pop at the end for her winning, but let's, uh, let's try something different for a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah next. Um, so that just kind of solidifies it for me. But it is Puerto Rico, and they are hot, so who knows. Um, uh, nothing really uh, special outside of that. Uh, like I said, damage control gets involved. Uh, Bailey... Amima Bailey went around after that for a little while because she wasn't wearing anything under those pants with the split down the sides. <laughs> so that got a lot of thirsty dudes' attention. I didn't even on, know online. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. I've I've yeah. seen all kinds of pages and stuff. There's oh man, uh, yeah. And I gotta say too, I just I just I haven't watched the show, but I just heard that um, they had a tag match. I guess the other night on Raw and. Dakota Kai just got injured, blew her knee. So she's going to be out for months, maybe a year. Because yeah. she, I guess she did it in a spot supposedly that was protecting Liv Morgan, who was suffering from a shoulder injury. And in order to protect her, she blew her knee. So, you know, let's, let's blow your knee for someone who sucks. I'm sorry. She sucks. She's just one another. She's just another one of the really little girls that, yeah. You know, everybody's thirsty for, but she just sucks, man. Uh, um, I might get attacked for that. I don't care. Uh, I Seth Rollins defeats almost. <sighs> she's not, dude. She's not. It's like, uh, it's kind of like the uh, who who was the more recent one that people love? Oh, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, cute, not uh, believable, decent it's for her size. But not believable. It's just not. It's just one of those things, man. Like I never got behind AJ Lee either. I, it's just hard to get behind some of those 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 girls. I, you know, more power to them for trying. Just they're really tiny. And when you when you when now you're in a world of Charlotte's and Rhea Ripley's and Raquel Gonzalez's or whatever, it's not like believable. It's 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 hard enough for me as much as I love Ray to see him go up against an Undertaker or a Big Show and. Like, oh, yeah, yeah he's going to overcome this, definitely. Um, anyway, Seth Rollins defeats Omos by pinfall. Uh, really mediocre match. I don't know. I'm, I have the same thoughts on Omos as I have always I always have and how, how I have against most big guys now. I just think they're an okay part of the show, but they're yeah. usually nothing. Like, they're just yeah. not going to last. You need you need to let him get some wins over some people because he's just there to get your stars over at this point. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, and has he has he even really established himself as anything worth a damn? If you're gonna beat him just like that, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's nothing special about him to be honest, other than he's just really big. There's a lot of really big guys out there that's been in the business that he might be a little bit better than like a giant Gonzalez. That's not saying much. Yeah, uh, but he's just a run-in-the-mill big big guy that you're not going to utilize well in a year. And even if you did, you'll never have the drawing power, or the staying power of somebody like an Andre, who, quite frankly, had some pretty bad matches, especially towards the end too. Just, on the flip know, I'm just side not of a that, big fan of really big guys. On the flip side of that, we're going to talk about Backlash 2000, and there's a really big guy who was put over most impressively on that show. So I'm, I mean, that's how you well, get a guy over. I hate it was at the expense of who it was, but uh, we'll talk yeah, about that. Later. It is in a goofy way. Yeah. Um, 
So next up is Austin Theory uh, defeating Lashley and Bronson Reed via pinfall, retains the U.S. title. Um, yeah, just another eh, match. Uh, no love for Lashley, there. and I'm. Uh, it was there. At, and I don't dislike Theory. I think Bronson Reed is. He does some pretty athletic stuff for his size. He shouldn't, uh, but he does, and I think that's going to be costly down the road for him but i i don't see him i don't see him last neither he's just another big guy that's he's going to be too big to to really make it too long i know that might sound bad to some people but it's prove like tell like like prove me wrong right like show me anybody who's been that size he reminds me of vader in a way big old barrel chested guy and he could really go but you know in a few Mm -hmm. years you just expect him to break down at that size going at the rate he goes. Right. Right. Yeah. You, you can't like, there's no other, other, like the only other person I think that's been that heavy and that size that's been that good. What Bam Bam. And I, and I, I yeah. was, I'm a Vader fan to a point and I like Vader, but Bam Bam is kind of it. He's the yeah. only exception to that. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeats Selena Vega via pinfall, retains SmackDown Women's title. Uh, the way it should have happened, Rhea yeah. should should run away with this thing for quite a while. Uh, Rhea, I'm bit really high on Rhea. She's my favorite, hands down, right now on the women's side of things. Um, absolutely love her to death. Selena, she's there because of Puerto Rico. She got her moment. It was nice. She was crying. I d- I don't care, but you know. That sounds cold, I know, but th- the, the right thing happened because it was the home crowd. The right thing happened. There was there was a lot of crowd pandering, and I was okay with it for her to have her moment because that's probably going to be the apex of her career. You know, when you look back. Yeah. But you know, I, I was happy yeah. for her, and and I was, I was glad yeah. it was short. You got your moment. Not every match needs to be like 50-50 booking like they do nowadays. You know, every now and again, you need just kind of a no. It, that wasn't exactly a squash, but I mean. Rhea came out looking super powerful in that one, so I, I, yeah. I thought they booked it right, and that's perfect. how it should be. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, next up, Bad Bunny beats Damian Priest in a San oh, Juan street fight. So this is this is your Puerto Rico street fight. This is this is this is kind of uh, what they what they do, what they love. That's great. I'm not a. I'm not totally against street fights and hardcore matches and stuff. I, I loved them when I was a kid. Not as much anymore. I recognize them for the mess that they are. Some of them are fun still. Uh, some of them are most of them are really hard to watch, especially in other promotions. Um, and not because they're grotesque. It's because they're just cringe bad. Um, they're just too much of a mess. You know, they don't tell a really good story. Um, and this here is where I'm kind of on the fence about the whole bad bunny thing. And I, I don't know if I've talked about that on the podcast or not. I know I've told you this before, but it's really, really good for business to have bad bunny in there, even though no one else in the world, at least not in America really cares that much about bad bunny outside of maybe some of the coastal States. And I'm sorry, but no one else gives that much of a damn. We're from the Midwest. I've, I'd never heard of the Midwest. Like we, yeah, I, 
Yeah. 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 No one here cares about bad money. It's great that he's successful. It's great that it's, that he's big with his home crowd and, and some of the ones on, like I said, he's, he's a big superstar all around the world. That's crazy to me. That's fine. Uh, it's good for business in a way that he brings a lot of attention to the normies. It's really good for business that he's in Puerto Rico, his, you know, his home basically, uh, hosting and and all this a wrestling pay-per-view something he loves and i think he takes the business seriously enough i think he loves the business i will give him that where i'm on the fence is i know how good it is for business money wise for you know direct drawing wise is it really good for the art of wrestling for the state of wrestling i know that kayfabe is dead but it still doesn't mean that I'm not going to fight to keep to try and keep some remnants of kayfabe alive and to have an 150 pound dude, maybe come in a rapper, you know what I mean? A, a pop star come in and be able to do what he's do, do, do what he does is somewhat impressive that he's done this, but at the same time, it makes it look like anyone else, anyone in the, planet can do it yeah why why should i be scared of damian priest 140 pound rapper just why should i take him seriously in the yeah. judgment yeah exactly why why is the judgment day even a thing now why do yeah. they matter you know i you know i know i know a lot of people are like oh it's just a show it's silly just just have fun with it no no that's the reason why wrestling's been around see this is this, this is kind of where i take offense to it a little bit you know i'm not going to go jim Cornette on everybody because I do like some more modern stuff than he did, but he does. But the reason why wrestling is still around today is not because of the last 15 years. The reason wrestling is around is because it's been the way it has been for the last 100, or I should say the 80 years prior. It's, it's a, it's an art. It's a, and I don't even like using that word art, I guess, because then I think of Kenny Omega and he's a disgrace. <laughs> but I'm sounding like Jim Cornette. <laughs> but I know, I know, I know, and I'm not trying to. But it's just it's a mindset, you know what I mean? But you're you've got a I'm not gonna get too long winded on this. I'm just gonna say that it's not it's not good. Okay, it's just not good. The, the wrestling was a, a way it was for so long by keeping kayfabe, by keeping people uh, in that uh, without knowing. It's a, it's keep that keep that in the in the realm of hey, this is this is real. This is real enough anyway for me, and I know it's been talked about for a long time, but it's real enough for me to get into it. It's believable. And maybe that's the kind of word I'm, I've been looking for. It's believable. Attitude Era was very much the same way. It's both bad and good for business. It was amazing for business. Uh, and for the time, uh, the, some of the biggest stars in the business that did ever grace the ring w was around that time. It was big around that time. But it was also the death of kayfabe completely. And here we are today. And yeah. now they're on, now they're on Twitter and everything else, just rubbing it in our noses that, Hey, we're all, we're all buddies outside of the ring. And, you know, there's, there's a certain, there's a certain aspect of that. That's kind of annoying to me. I don't know. 
I'm not I'm not trying to sound like some dweeb that's like, oh yeah, you take this way too seriously, but it's what where where do you go from here? Where where do we where do we see ourselves in twenty years? Yeah. You know, it's just it's because it's getting worse all the time. Anyway. I, I think there was a different way you could have booked that. I think Damian Priest could have squeaked out a win, much like we're gonna talk about in the next match. He's Puerto Rican too. Yeah. And um, they still yeah. would have given Bad Bunny that standing ovation at the end of the show for the for the showing that he put up. And right, right. I, I don't I don't think you put a hundred and forty pound rapper over a guy who's what six five, probably two forty, two fifty. Yeah, I, who's who's done it for years Maybe. and years. At least two hundred. Yeah, yeah, I I just I don't like it. <laughs> it's it's not kosher. Um no, no. I uh, yeah, I, I think I think you give Damian Priest the win there, and you can let him. Like I said, you let him squeak one out, and and I don't think you're not hurting Bad Bunny by doing that. You know, you, you give him his bow at the end no, of the match. You're not. I, I you know I I, I I I'm not. I ramble too much sometimes, but that's that's exactly right. I I just don't I don't know why, and even though I don't find it too acceptable at all, the V's even in a match. I, uh, what you said is that's the bare minimum of what have been, what would have been acceptable probably in yeah. my eyes is you find a way to, to, for him to lose still, you still can have the, the run-ins, you know, you had the appearance by the judgment day, you had Sabio Vega, which was a cool, uh, a cool moment, him getting involved, him appearing, uh, Carlito Mysterio in the LWO, uh, Carlito. Yeah. Carlito coming back was awesome. I love Carlito. That was great for the, that was great for the crowd. Um, just, just, uh, yeah, just sports entertainment at its finest. And while that's not always all bad, uh, in this case, I feel like it's not for the betterment of the business. It's, you know, at least not for the, the show, the, the, the state of wrestling, just, I don't know. Now I'm off my soapbox, I guess. I know people won't agree <laughs> nowadays probably, but, uh, anyway, the next, next up we're, since I've delayed getting to backlash 2000 even more. Uh, Bloodline beats uh, Sammy, Owens, and Riddle, and the Bloodline being the Usos and Solo, their brother. Uh, they get the pinfall. Uh, Solo gets the pinfall on Riddle after some uh, back and forth between him and Jay that I thought was you know interesting. It's that you know you're furthering that Bloodline descent, the the uh, the breakup of the Bloodline. Hopefully, eventually, probably eventually, with that the trust of them. Uh, Wayne all the time. Interesting enough, Nine of Champions is going to be Roman and Solo facing the uh, for, facing Sammy and Kevin for the tag yeah. team titles because Roman doesn't trust the Usos to do the job. So him and Solo are going to take care of this now. That's so interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I uh, yeah okay. So match. a lot of times during these pay per views, me and Brandon and Kenny are texting each other back and forth. And there was a point in this match about three quarters of the way through where I texted him. I said, this has been really good. There's been no Samoan super kick party, you know, and no sooner than I said that. <laughs> yeah. Lapping the leg. Yeah. Jay, Jay, I can't, I, I don't know who's the worst. I think Jay might be the worst, yeah. but just one after the other to everybody. It's like, man, how, what are we doing? Like, yes. Yeah. And I will, and I will say it till I'm blue in the face. I'll say it every time I see it. It's it's garbage. You are ruining the move, and you're ru- like you you're not. What what you guys were 
are a good tag team. I've seen really good things out of these guys, especially in the past. And now y'all are just phoning it in every night with super kicks. It's no different than the Young Bucks or any of them other tag teams now yeah. that are just absolute garbo. So yeah, focus on very frustrating to see. Yeah, yeah. It, it will, and that's the thing. They, they do a lot of really shit filler just like that the entire match. Move-wise, it's just super kicks and garbage. And then it's the last two or three minutes of the match where they really tell their story. And when it gets to that point, they're not bad at it. But no. they can't work. They can't work a match before that yeah. to tell us to, to make it even mean more. I don't know. I, I did um, like the end of the match. Next, you know how they're standing there, and and Solo's like not happy about it. You know, even though they're victorious. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of checking his chest. He's rubbing his chest a little bit yeah. after the because I think they did. He did some kind of hard tag to him. Yeah, and uh, Jay did to him, and really made him mad. Yeah. I, I really I really like the end of. You know, the 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 outcome of what happened in that match. Well, I, the match was okay. Um, I like where it ended up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, last but not least, Cody best Sprock in a pinfall situation with a It's a surprise pinfall actually during the Kimura lock. Brock is got him in the Kimura all but got him beat, and Cody uses momentum. Basically, almost head handstands, headstands on Brock, pins his shoulders down, gets the surprise one, two, three. Um, I thought that was a really good finish. It seemed kind of abrupt, but after you st- like you after you really kind of soak it in, you're like, yeah, that was that was the right way to do it to get at least one more match out of these yeah. guys. Yeah, to continue telling the story, you can't have him beat Brock just just clean. There has to be the like time. a fluke. Yeah, and and they did that perfectly. It was they they did it. Yeah, and I was especially like, if yeah. you're doing the fighting baby face. Yes. Yeah. 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 From especially underneath. fighting underneath, kind. Of, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and that's what Cody's gonna have to. I mean, that's what everybody does with Brock. Brock. Yeah. Uh, now Cody came out swinging, which I loved. That was awesome. Before the bell could even ring, you know, he was he was out on the floor tearing him up, trying his best. Then Brock basically manhandled him during the match. Uh, did the uh, they did the turnbuckle spot bust him wide open Mm -hmm. i know puerto rico loves that i love that it made the match you can tell like a whole star better just because of that it was it was wild a hundred percent yeah and that's how you use blood and you do it correctly and and brock being the sweater he is just gushed and they they didn't really clean it up they just kind of i think they patched him but left the blood i don't know what they done but it was good visual um seeing him cody kind of smearing the blood on him and looking at it was good uh, really, really like the whole that whole thing. Uh, everything so far, man. Cody's done since he's got there has been been great, and I hope it continues for him. Yeah. The only thing to me this show was missing was Gunther. You know how me and you like Gunther, so. Yeah, yeah, no Gunther, but he will be on the next the next uh, the next uh, premium live event. I'm still gonna call him pay per view. <laughs> I hate I don't it. Care, I'm old. I hate it. Um, so yeah, and just real quick on that, we've got that coming up uh, this weekend as a, at this time of the recording. So we will be probably at least talking about that very soon. The next time we record, even possibly, um, we got a Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles in the tournament final for the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship, uh, which I do really like the belt, except for that big logo in the front. Um, but it's cool that we're getting a champion, uh, a new championship, I guess. 
It's not the championship at this moment in time. Roman's got that, even though it looks terrible. Looks like a what'd you say? It looked like a looks like a sports ring. Yeah, real basic. Yeah, yeah. The current the Cody Rose consolation prize. It's, <laughs> it's uh, the the well the WWE champ, the Universal champ, all that. That looks like a yeah. kid's toy. Yeah. Um, don't like it. Just I miss the old Eagle belts, though. You know, like the the mm-hmm. Attitude belt and the one right before that. Either one. Winged Eagle. Um, either one. Um, so we'll find out who the new world heavyweight champion is. Uh, I'm probably, I'm hoping AJ wouldn't doubt if it was Seth. Uh, but I'd love to see AJ, especially him and the OC have one big, like get brought to the forefront for a while. Maybe have one last big run before he retires. Cause I'm sure that's coming up soon. If it's Seth, um, just speculation here. Do you, you think Logan Paul gets a shot at the title? If it's, if he does, and it is Seth, then he SummerSlam, to probably till SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah, that's what I feel like it would have to be. And then you're you're two months away from that now, I guess, right? Two, right, three. Uh, yeah, three, three shows. Um, Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, another rematch. Um, I, I expect Cody to to go over on that, unless there's some chicanery. I'd, I'd say Brock gets his win back in that one. You might might get a best of three series here, so it's very possible, Brock. Brock wins. Um, I think, man, this is, this is a tricky one. The bloodline versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Since Roman's doing the deed in solo, do you think they, they beat Owens and Zayn? Or do you think we further the, the breakup storyline? I'm actually not sure what to expect in that. The Usos screw them. I'm not either. You know, the Usos could help Sammy and Owens. Um, the, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting because, and it kind of all, I guess it all comes down to when the Roman Cody thing happens again. Cause I, f- I feel like the right thing, and I don't know if that's going to happen for sure, but I feel like the right thing to do is lead Cody. Cody is going to beat Roman and that's the way it should be. So as of right now, that's what my vision is and I <laughs> hope it stays that way. Um, Gunther, Gunther versus, uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh-huh. Uh, Mustafa, obviously, because it's it's sudden Saudi. It's in Saudi, so that's why we're getting this match. Uh, Gunther, I expect to win. Um, if he doesn't, then that's just silly. We riot. <laughs> you know, I mean, we yeah, we riot in Saudi. Um, Saudi riots. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Rematch for the championship. Hopefully, this is where Asuka gets her, her moment. Uh, Rhea versus Natalia for the SmackDown Women's title, and Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a grudge match. So could be an interesting show. Just a shame it's all in Saudi. Because yeah, <laughs> about getting into that. That's just that. Um. Anyway, yeah. So there's that. Um. I guess let's uh. Without further ado, let's get into some backlash. Let's get in. Let's kind of, you know, we kind of because people can kind of draw comparisons. They, I'm sure most people out there that's listens have watched uh, 2023's backlash, and a lot of them may have watched 2000 backlash, or if they haven't, they haven't. Maybe they haven't seen it in a really long time. Uh, I know this is the first time I'd watched it in a lot of years. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd seen it a few uh, years back. This is one I think we talked about on one of our other podcasts. Um, my my cousin back in the they had an illegal satellite feed and uh there for like a whole year we got pay-per-views for free and uh it was you know it's a good time 
to be getting them for free. And yeah. I can I can distinctively Absolutely. remember this was one of them. Yeah, man, I tell you, without with with the exception of maybe WrestleMania, um, because I did a little research. I haven't watched all the shows yet, but I think especially that first half of the year up until Judgment Day was, I think, fairly solid. Other than maybe WrestleMania, yeah, this should have been WrestleMania. Was the era thing going on? Yeah, this card yeah, should absolutely. Have been WrestleMania. I agree. Um, yeah, when you I look when you look at WrestleMania 2000, I was looking at it earlier on Wikipedia. You have nine matches, I believe. You have one singles match, and it's a woman's match between uh, Dustin Rhodes' wife, Terry, and the cat that goes two and a half minutes. Everybody else is either in a tag yeah, team is. match or a three or a four way, and that's why nobody remembers it because you got too many, you got too yeah. much gaga going on in, in every single one. Yeah. Too many multi man uh, matches is never good. Um, definitely, definitely. Uh, interesting uh not it's yeah you can't you can't have that many multi-man matches that's just that's insane to me i don't i don't understand yeah. i think it's it's, it's kind of one of those things where like you you don't get that much back in the, those days at least not yet but right there you kind of get that that format that they kind of do all the time now where especially at big shows where you just kind of throw as many people as you can into the show to get their spot yeah and that's not that always a good thing that doesn't Excuse make for not. a quality program, though. Just just throwing people in. No, absolutely in, in not. In that case, you end up getting a, a a weird team like Kane and Rikishi taking on Degeneration X at WrestleMania 2000. Who cares? Like, why are Kane and Rikishi yeah. teaming just just so Kane can tombstone Pete Rose and we get that pop? You know, it's just stupid. Yeah, yeah. which has been done at this point since what three years running? Two or three years running? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but so yeah, call me old school. Old... But call me old school. But if 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 I'm booking a show, I have one multi man match, one three way or four way or six yeah. way or something. Everything else is a singles or a tag, or a six man or something. I I just yeah. it, it drives me nuts. Especially I liked ECW, but you watch a lot of those Paul Heyman ECW shows, the the original ECW back in the day. You got a three-way going on and a four-way going on. And it's just, it's too much. It's all, it's a spot monkey faster. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a really big mess of a show and <laughs> it's great to see all your, all your favorites, but man, it, it, going back and watching, man, when you're not a kid and you kind of learn a little bit about the business a little bit, like, you know, you kind of grow up and you learn, learn kind of the ins and outs of it. And I'm no, no expert and I'm not going to claim to be, uh, cause then I'll just sound like a total tool, uh, to the world. But, um, yeah, you just, even just to learn a little bit and you go back and you watch this and you're like, that's, that's not good, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's not good for me, brother. <clears throat> <laughs> um, so backlash 2000, just a, just a couple of stats here real quick, uh, before we get started on the card, um, got the old Wikipedia pulled up cause you know, that's what I do. And Wikipedia is never wrong. Uh, so we got most, most time about this stuff. It's all right. April 30th, 2000 was the date backlash 2000, uh, live from Washington, DC, the MCI center attendance was 19,101 people. Um, and buy rate 650,000. So ha yeah. over half a million people, pretty good for pay-per-view. 
uh, that's you know height height of the business pretty much. Uh, I don't know what you know what, what all the buy rates around that time was. I'll have to look those up eventually. Uh, not today, but uh, yeah, pretty good buy rate I think. Um, interesting. Um, two. This had nine matches. I think you mentioned that earlier. Twenty twenty three backlash only had seven. Um, and both pay per views had little to no title changes. In fact. You know, a little slight spoiler alert here. There's no title changes at all on either one of those shows, except for one on Backlash 2000. We'll get to that yep. in just a little bit. Um, so, with all that out of the way, let's get into the card. Opening it up, the, the night was Edge and Christian uh, versus DX, which would be Road Dog and X-Pac with Tori uh, for the Tag Team Championships. Um so, uh, Andrew, what did you think about this match here? Well, before we get into the match, I want to talk about what I really hated, and that was uh, Deborah McMichael's um, ring introduction. She was god oh awful. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, very and, quiet. Very yeah, quiet. You've got that. Uh, you've got the best DX theme ever with Run DMC, in my opinion. Uh, yes. Going yes. on, and, and she's got that high-pitched, nasally voice talking over it. And it's just... Dude, Dude, shut up. Right yeah. I want to hear this. Well, and, then, and, then, and then you Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and then you got Edge. Just say that you know Edge and Christian She Edging she's Christian, like sorry there's a the delay there. Yeah. She's like uh the the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions Edge and Christian. This <laughs> is Yeah. Well, and I and and I and I thought and I was yeah, I was so thrown off by that. But I realized she, when she when she announced them as winners, uh, she did it again, but the camera showed her. So I know why she sounded like that, because she was being seductive. If oh. She was doing their seductive thing. I missed That's that, why. I guess. So yeah, it, you know, it she, didn't sound yeah, so yeah, yeah, she was doing the Edge and Christian. That's that's why it sounded like that, because she was being seductive. Because oh. you know, it's Deborah. Uh, so, yeah, that it was bad, though. It was bad. I'll give you that. So there's your spoiler. Edge and Christian ends up uh, retaining, which I already mentioned earlier. Pretty much everybody retains in this show. Um, Edge and Christian defeats X Pac and Road Dog at eight minutes and thirty seven seconds. Um, with <clears throat> you know, and it's really not that bad of a match. It's it's a it's wild. It's a wild finish. Many finishes back then were. Um, X Pac hits. Uh, or Christian hits Xbox, sorry, with the ring bell for the win, busts Xbox open. Um, I think it was Tori, Tori gets hit by Xbox in that. Uh, there's a, there's a spot where Tori gets up on the apron. He comes off the ropes. Um, Christian misses and he, or Christian ducks, Christian ducks, I believe it is. And then he hits Tori, knocks her down. Road dogs checking on her. The refs out there checking on her. That's when, uh, that's when he can make his move. Christian gets in with the ring bell, Lays uh, X Pac out, lays him wide uh, open too, and and I believe open, a, I believe open. that was a hard way because you can really tell like when you watch that Brock match at Backlash twenty twenty three, you can tell a hard way from from a cut, you know, when they're actually blading. Again, yeah, a, a real head wound bleeds like that, and you notice in the next match with Malenko and Scotty Too Hotty, there's blood all over the canvas. So to me. Yes. To me, that's more than just you know one of those deals right there. It's it's. I think he actually yeah. got him, you know, with a little piece sticking out of the belt on accident. 
Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, they mentioned him getting stitches, and I believe it. I think that was yeah. uh, I think that was kind of an accident. Yeah. Um, decent stuff from Tori here as a heel manager. I thought I think I thought it was pretty decent. She got involved in the all right spots. In fact, most of the valets and managers all night got involved in the matches. You know, so there was a lot of gaga, but they they did their part and they did it well. Um, yeah, and we I, I like I like Jerry Lawler in this uh, one. I like Jerry Lawler's commentary in this quite a bit too. He's like, I'd like to scan uh, Tori's barcode. Yeah. And he was just him and Jr. were yeah. on all night. It was it was good. Yeah. Oh, they and they were. I agree. Him and Jr. were. That's that's a big difference between this yeah. show and the Backlash twenty twenty three show as well. You know, the crowd the crowd in Puerto Rico might have been a little hotter more consistently. Uh, the crowd here was pretty hot for DC though in the right spots. Yeah. Jr. Though that commentary with him and and yeah. Uh, King just that just blows anything nowadays out of the water, I especially think. in the main event when they're arguing in the main event and you got Jerry Lawler kissing Vince's butt. And and you know, The Rock is a guy that, that yes, we'll get more onto that later. But we're the you know, Jim signed The yeah. Rock, and so he's got, but anyway, you compare that to like the commentary for Bash at the Beach 2000, and there's just no comparison whatsoever. No, they they were just no, uh, no, no a, my god. Such an underrated well, could, part of the show. You can tell they were phoning it in. Yeah, yeah. You can tell. You can tell they were phoning it in back in those days in, in WCW. Anyway, that they're just like throwing their hands up and like, well, and and they 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 have no qualm about saying it on live TV. They're like, well, we don't know what's happening. And that's yeah. the truth. Tony <laughs> Schiavone in two thousand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not much different than Tony Schiavone in twenty twenty two in AEW. So what do you um, rate this? But the, uh, I, I did two and three quarter stars. Might be generous, but I thought it was pretty decent. It was a good hot opening match. Crowd dug it. Uh, love that. Love that Run DMC DX theme. Uh, mm-hmm. Good. Good players here. Edge and Christian, man, are. I'm telling you, these. Ed, I love Road Dog and I love X Pac. Uh, Edge and Christian is one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Yeah, they're coming into just, their own here. They were great. starting to figure it out. Coming into their own here, and they are just—they are all just good man at everything. It's all good work. Even Road Dog and, and X Pac. I think they just had all solid work. I know X Pac got a lot of heat uh, eventually, but that yeah. I think they're all great. Um, I wanted to give it three stars. They play their parts well. It's not to me. They don't get enough time to to get to three stars. It's yeah. like I said, eight, eight and a half minutes. Yeah. Eight, I mean, I eight, eight, eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half minutes. If you give that match another two or three minutes, maybe, maybe they, you know, there's some more spots there, some more, some more counter wrestling to, to pump that up a little bit. But two and three quarters is fair. I'll, I'll agree with you there. Yeah. Um. Well, then we get uh, we get a scene of Rock arriving in the limo. Then we jump to Scotty Too Hotty versus Dean Malenko for the light heavyweight championship. I almost forgot about the light heavyweight championship. To be honest with you. Um, I would blame so you. Dean Malenko comes in as yeah. Um Dean Malenko comes in as champion, um retains the championship here. Uh they get eleven minutes and forty seven seconds, actually. So they get they get about three minutes and ten seconds more actually than yeah. uh flip opening match. I would have probably flipped them as well as far as time goes, but I will say for a lower card or mid card tier match, I actually really like this match. This was because Scotty Tuhati, you don't really think about him as a singles wrestler. Dean Malenko is one of the greatest technical wrestlers I think ever that people don't talk about because he just doesn't have. He's kind of like the Lance Storms, you know, like he of the Radicals. He's boring. 
uh, but he's really good. Yes. He's stiff. He's just really small. But man, but if you go back and watch, I or I encourage people to go back and watch some of his WCW work with the the cruiserweight division, him and Eddie, and all of them. Ray, wow, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's no different here, really. Um, I thought him and Scotty, Scotty did held his own. He did pretty decent here. It was a it was a typical wrestling match. It wasn't Attitude Era Gaga. It wasn't anything weird or crazy. It was just a it was a match and. It was. It kind of stands out to me in this, uh, in this call on this card, because it's a match, and you don't get that the rest of the show. I mean, you get decent stuff the rest of the show, but you know, I mean, you know what I mean. It's just not. Yeah. It's not a typical wrestling. It's nothing else is typical wrestling matches. Yeah. Yeah, this one ticked the wrestling box for sure. Um, I don't know. I I was kind of losing interest by the end of it. I thought it went a little too long. Uh, I, I love the finish. It I didn't thought go the too finish- long. The, the DDT off the top rope yes. was, was wild. I just wish they shot the it at a different I did too. I do too. I, yeah, because I mean, I, that actually, like, my my eyebrows went up front. I'm like, whoa. I actually audibly said, whoa, that, whoa, I haven't seen that in so many years. And I yeah. forgot all about it. Like, it's yeah. just, you don't see that move. Uh, such a great finish. Great yeah. finish. So I think, it, like you said, it's probably about two or three minutes too long. And for that, I'm going to give it a two and a half. It was it was okay for what it was, but I always thought the you know the WCW cruiser rates were awesome. I always thought the cruiserweight division in WWE was just kind of vanilla, and I just I never really got into it. It was it was even in the Attitude Era days, unless you had Ray and Chavo going for the belt, you know, which they had all those WCW matches. I just wasn't all that interested. Yeah, so two and a half is as high as yeah. I'm going to go, even though it was very passable. I um I actually I actually was really nice this I gave it a two and a three quarter as well I thought it was just as it, it was it was surprisingly good for a mid card singles match you just don't expect that because you don't you don't expect that out of Scotty and I was really watching Scotty's work there because him and him and Grandmaster Sexay is two coolers gr- a great tag team they did, I thought they worked really well together and they're entertaining crowd was really behind Scotty in this uh, for the most part like I said it went on too long but I. Man, he did really good as a singles competitor here, and Dean carried a lot of it. It's definitely a Dean Malenko style match. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, next up, uh, we we have a scene. We got we got a backstage segment. McMahon tells all the stu- the Stooges that uh, it's all hands on deck tonight. Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe have rejoined Vince McMahon alongside Triple H and the McMahon Helmsley era, uh, the faction. And uh, he tells them that he really needs their help tonight, you know. And Tri- Triple H is pretty confident, you know. He's all, all these, all these working, these moving parts within his schemes. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the going his way. You you can't you can't not like the Stooges and and you know how they end up. I know, they're, I know. They're the fall guys for Vince, and it's great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan versus the APA. Just a typical tag meet, tag match here. Actually, also the same exact time as the first tag match. Eight minutes and 37 seconds. And Although I will say, to me, these guys are a whole lot bigger than the guys in that first match, but they were working faster than those guys in that first match. And uh, I was yeah. I was messaging you today. I was, I was re-watching it, and I was like, man, I'm, I'm actually impressed because you don't expect a great wrestling match out of these big guys. But, and I can say this about the entire show. They were really smack and flesh in this thing. They were, 
They were pounding each oh, other. Absolutely. You look hard. at these two teams. Yeah. Uh, there's a spot in here uh, I was watching. It's uh, it's Farouk and Big Boss Man, and Farouk gives him a shoulder tackle, and he goes into the bo- into the second rope, bounces back, and takes a clothesline. Yes, and it just smack. It, yes. it just sounded painful. He comes then, off that rope so hard. As it that was good. That was a good spot because because I mean, and the thing is, Boss Man, which he may have been. But he looks so blown up, and he may not have been. But he he just I mean he took an ass kicking and was moving slow. Uh, he looked kind of gassed. But he come off that second rope, like you said, that middle rope, and then sprung back up. I thought that was just awesome for yeah. you know yeah. big guy to catch that bottom rope or middle rope and come back up and then take that move for for four guys near uh, three hundred pounds. Yeah, I, I for four, four guys near three hundred pounds. I thought this match was great. It's you know it's it's. It's yeah. not going to be a technical masterpiece, but they told the story they needed to tell, just beating the hell out of each other. Shoe up that spot where where he kicks him off the ropes, and Br- Bradshaw kicks Bull off the ropes, and bends over, kind of like for that leapfrog move, and Bull grabs him, and Sunset flips over him and, and lands on his feet. That's yes. wild. That, I was yeah. like, whoa! I was like, holy cow! Because, yeah. you know, Bull Buchanan was a forgettable guy, too. He was just a yeah. big dude. You never got pushed for very long. Uh, I do remember him and Boss Man being together for a little while. But, yeah, that was, you know, and you had ref Teddy Long. Man, Teddy Long was the ref still. I was. It was just, uh, man, it was good. I, 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 Br- Bradshaw and Farouk were at their peak here, I think. With, mm-hmm. You know, and, and the APA stuff started. That's when the, the bar fights and the... the the office, I think, started kicking in. Yeah, um, I think they did the, the door. I don't. I don't. It's around that time, I think. I love that. All those backstage <laughs> poker playing. Hey, knock on the door. Um, it really goes to show you how stacked that tag team roster was back then. There were so many tag teams, different sizes, and they were all just awesome. You yep. don't get that anymore at all. No, you I mean, get you get. I know you they get don't really mediocre push tag teams thrown into a match. One match on WrestleMania. That's yeah, what you. Yeah, and and I know that they don't get some of the love and the pushes they they probably deserve. But man, who's who who's there that's going to be good tag teams? I don't know. I just don't see it, and that might be because they don't really focus on that. Um, but yeah, Bull Bull hits this scissor kick off the top rope to finish the match. Uh, Boss Man ends up hitting both Farouk and Bradshaw with a nightstick. With the referee distracted. Uh, boss man, they get the win over the APA, which is interesting. Um, I gave this, I gave this bad boy a two and a half star. Um, yeah. I thought they worked their asses off. I thought the spots were great, but I didn't think they were quite as good as the other ones. Just, just, just yeah. rating it how you know I saw it at the time. Yeah, of the three matches, I'd rate this right. Of, of the three tag team matches, that is. I'd rate this right with the right with the first one, uh, two and three quarter. I want to go three just because they were really yeah. going for it, but it like it didn't have yeah. enough time to really to really get to three stars. No, so. it didn't. Eight, eight and a half oh. minutes again. It, but, I mean, I tell you what, it's crazy how like and Farouk and Bradshaw some hard hitting dudes. They are yeah. stiff, stiff, stiff. Um, speaking of stiff, Bob Holly. I guess got to say hardcore Holly. First, they show Jeff and Matt backstage talk it before this match. 
and how they, you know it's, they're brothers, they love each other, they're teammates. But you know, when it comes down to it, if it comes down to them two at the end, they're gonna fight, right? Then in this next match, it's a hardcore match. Then they show Bob Holly with Crash, who is the hardcore champion. Crash is the hardcore champion. It's a six pack challenge for the hardcore championship. And Bob Holly just cuts through the hey, hey cousin, uh, just so you know, I don't mind kicking the shit out of you all over this arena. Like, I mean, I just, I love, it was just so funny. You know, you had these two brothers just had this moment. Hey, yeah, we, we have an understanding. Bob Holly, cut the Bob Holly. I'm going to kick the hell out of you. I don't it's an Alabama family dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely, man, you forget how good Bob Holly was and just how yeah. funny he was in, in, a, in his own way. Yeah. Um, I also, also got to say during this, you see that some of the, I think it happened a few times in the night, the entryway. They had this camera kind of at a at like a high angle, like a higher angle, but it was shoot it was shooting the crowd in the ring from the entryway, so right. you could kind of see as they were as like as Perry Saturn was entering. I think it was you got to see him come out. You got to see his back and see him. Wake. I thought that was a cool shot because you got you know you had those uh, what are those, pendulums those, like the 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 sick those pendulums the sickles they looked like sickles you yeah. know, and they they were coming down and I don't I thought that was a really cool a yeah. cool visual. So, so no, no mercy was one of my favorite N sixty four games. Probably my favorite N sixty four game. That was always the arena I fought in Absolutely. because that was that was the coolest arena with those pendulums. Oh, I loved. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And, and they did that for two or three years, uh, two or three shows. Any backlashes where you had those, and yeah. they come to, and I, I just I love that man. The animation there, I love that. I, they don't do the the entryways like they used to. They kind of stopped that about twelve. 12 years ago or so 12 13 years ago something like that and i miss them so much but i really liked uh, how the hardys so we, used, the hardys used those pendulums in this match a couple of different times and it was oh, pretty yeah. creative crash crash went straight to them like yeah uh I, I guess i'll mention real quick the it was it's the hardys hardcore and crash and taz and perry saturn in this match because we, we didn't mention taz um it's an absolute mess of a match as you would expect um it's not a it's not an elimination style six-pack challenge it is not a anybody whoever the first pinfall is in a battle royale style or any of that it's their scramble style it is you have to beat crash crash is the champion you have to pin them so everyone's fighting each other and crash to pin crash and crash holly gets the just piss kicked out of him the whole time <laughs> And it's hilarious, but Crash he he runs away. He tries to get away. He heads up the stage. Those pendulums. He 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 tries to crawl. And they go up after him, and Matt hits the you know this high spot off the onto all of them. Uh, typical typical stuff out of a match like this. Lots of um, they had extension cords, stop signs, trash can lids. I know that they're like paper thin. Those pan those pans like the cooking yes. pans and stuff. I know they're super paper thin and, and um, they're like tin foil. There's nothing, but they make such a good sound. Yeah. It's just hilarious. Um, in uh, this match, you it, know, yeah, they, they, make, they make a big sound, but uh, they're not near as stiff as some of the clotheslines that Taz and Perry Saturn and, and uh, hardcore Holly were throwing. This is another one, man, man. that when they were connecting in this match and it sounded great. And you can expect nothing less from those guys, especially Hardcore Holly. Bob yeah. Holly was 
he just, I mean, he, he was, it was kind of funny to see him work because he just kind of like watched some guy pin him and then he'd kick him, break the pin yeah. up. Then the next guy would fall on the guy, would fall on Crash. He'd kick him and pin him. And then he just picked, <laughs> and when everybody's not around, he picks up Crash and suplexes him outside on the, on the floor. Just hilarious. Uh, yeah. He, uh, I think it was, was it Taz? I'm trying to think of who it was. It was Taz or Perry uh, grabbed somebody. They were like on the ropes and, and they like basically grabbed him almost midair and, and, and German suplexed him in a spot. And I thought that, that was, that could be awesome. either one of those guys. There yeah. Was, yeah. There was, there was really, really good spots in this, in this match through all the mess, through all the craziness. There were some pretty decent shots. Um, I think it was, let's see. It was entertaining. You know what I mean? Like it, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's, it's a mess, but it was entertaining. Um, you can't really expect anything else out of these. Um, Crash, like I said, he takes a beating. Uh, Taz gets the uh, Crash gets the pin. He sneaks the pin in. Hardy's come out with the ladder at the end. Finally, take everybody out, and then each other. Then they do some dives to the outside, finishing everybody off. I think right before that, Perry or somebody. I think Perry hits Taz with this big sign, just pops right yep. over his head, just not, lays him out. Lays them out, and then, then of course, he gets taken out, and then they do their spots, and then Crash is just left there as he wakes up and then just pins uh, Taz, just laid out yeah. on the mat, steals the win, moves on, um, just made it out of it. Thought that was pretty funny. I like I like how they booked Crash back in those days. You remember that playpen thing they did in the mall? Yes. Right the mall or something? <laughs> I forgot all about yeah, that, yes. It's a, some kind of SmackDown SmackDown because they did the twenty four seven hardcore title at the time. Right. I'm not usually gonna rate these too high, but to me this is the highest rating I've given on this show so far. I'm gonna give it a three because it was entertaining crap. Yeah. You look at the hardcore division, what yeah. was going on at the time in WCW, you know, we talked about Big Vito and Norman Smiley and stuff, and this is miles yeah. ahead of that. Um it's yeah, oh, there were just enough spots that made sense and the physicality was was awesome. Like, Lots of lots of yeah. flesh smacking and and lots of guys really laying them in, which is is what's missing today. There's not enough. There's well, not I feel, enough. I feel like you Go can, ahead. I feel like you can rate it a little bit different too. Because and, and the reason why I say that is, is you don't when you look at them nowadays, it's a lot of just copy and paste and a lot of no heart, no nothing. I know that this is a mess, but. This is also back in the time where we didn't, other unless you turned on WCW, or I mean ECW, excuse me, or you watched maybe an old Texas death match out of Cactus, you didn't see stuff like this. You know, this is this is all pr- relatively new at the time, and it's a mess, but it is entertaining. And I think I think I have to rate it just because it's at that time, it wasn't over overly done yet. Does that make sense? That's, well, that's kind of how I feel about it. That's kind of how I feel. About it. So what do you rate it? You know, other than ECW, uh, I gave I gave it a two and a half. I gave it two and a half. I thought it was I thought it was fun. It definitely you know it it it's definitely not good, but yeah. it's fun. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's, it's not Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat, but it's 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 passable fun crap. <sighs> it's definitely it's definitely a good mid card match, like mid show yeah. match, just to do something different. Um. Speaking of different, uh, and you were, we were talking about big guys earlier. Next up's the big <laughs> show versus Kurt Angle. 
And, you know, I guess, so I guess leading up to this, you know, and, you, and that's one thing about these packages, I think WWF, WWE even today still does so well as they, you know, leading up, get, they get everything leading up to that. So if you haven't seen the show in a long time, you kind of understand, oh yeah, this is, this is around that time frame. Um, this is, I think this is post boss man and big shows. Crazy. Daddy. Yes. Um, <laughs> Cause, yeah, because where they where he like drugged the coffin off with him on top of it, because <laughs> uh, this is because Big Show had already had his hair cut by then. Um, Big Show, but Big Big Show said he was gonna. This <laughs> 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 was a Big Show. Big Show wants to be the superstar, right? He wants to be the Hollywood guy. He's he's talking about how he can be funny and entertaining, and you know he they get anyway. He ends up getting set up. Kurt Angle gets set up in a tag match for the tag team titles with Big Show. What was it the Big Show came out as? Because it was it, uh, whatever it was, it pissed Kurt Angle off. He he came not out as fat in this match, but in that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, this yeah, fat that match the Scottish yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So and then so Kurt Angle ends up slapping him on the apron just because he's yeah. like, "What are you doing, man? Get serious. <laughs> You're a wasted talent." You know. So you know. So then of course that fires up Big Show and he beats the hell out of him. And it leads all to this. It leads to this and. Big Show still in this match wants to be a superstar, and instead, I don't know why it's it is entertaining, but he comes out as Hulk Hogan, <laughs> the showster, and, you know, like Charlie, you know, Char- the showster <laughs> instead of the Hulkster. You know, Charlie Haas did this shit for a, a, a short spell back in the early 2010s, and it was kind of funny. The, 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 the Stone Cold Steve Hostin thing. <laughs> I, I checked so, out. I, I never heard about that. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you should see it. Um, he did several of them like that. Uh, so Big Show comes out with the like the really cheap bald cap, basically, and the the long wig. Uh, and then he's got the you know the big yellow spandex tights that not the long tights but the short tights that that Hogan would wear. And the big showster in the the showster Hulkster lettering, and he comes out there to the real American. He does the posing and all that. And right out of the gate, I gotta say this is—it was pretty funny because right out of the gate, Angle attacks him, and he just immediately starts hulking up and you right. know, doing the no. And and then Jr. Jr. even says on commentary, "Oh, the famous no sell or something like that." He's like, <laughs> "Oh no, the no selling." Jr. <laughs> so good in this match. At, at one point, he goes, "This is the most people that have cheered Hogan in years." <laughs> it's just so yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Yeah, because the crowd was just straight up cheering for Hogan. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Big Show, Big Big Show gets the big boot. He drops the leg on him. Does does a really good promo, a Hulk a Hulk Hogan style program a promo at the beginning, right before the match starts. Hilarious. Um, yeah, immediately he doesn't get the he doesn't get the pin, uh, but immediately just goes into the Hulk stuff. It's great. Uh, Angle does get a little bit of offense, so it's not a total squash. But eventually he pisses him off and he peels the wig off and all that's in the shirt and all that. Well, the shirt came off, I guess, at the beginning. But choke slams him one, two, three in two minutes and 35 seconds. Yeah. So I wish it was somebody besides Kurt. Because at the time time you're building Kurt up, two months from this, he'd win King of the Ring, you know, and. and, Yeah, because he won the title in that same year, didn't he? Right. Yeah. in, In October. So yeah. it didn't yeah. hurt him too bad, but it kind of, I don't know. It's to me, it seems, I don't know why you'd book it that way. 
Um, but you know, it, I do love that he kicked out of the leg drop. You know, <laughs> he uh, yeah, he tried yes, helping yeah. stuff and it didn't work, and he had to he had to resort to being a big nasty monster to get him. But I just wish it was somebody yeah, besides yeah. him. Yeah, I don't know who it could have been at the time, but yeah, I agree. But at least you got him on the show, I guess, right? Yeah. For as a match, I don't rate it at all. But as an overall segment, I'm giving this one a three as well. I thought, you know, from beginning to end, you know, he's 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 showing the biceps and and posing and and uh, walking through the channel of the valley of death, dude. And it was it was spot on, brother. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, dude. Yeah, that was so good. Uh, I gave it a two and three quarters. This entertainment value, I gave it two and three quarters. It was short. Like I said, I hate that it was Kurt, but it was it was all right. It was okay for us. I'm glad because I'm not. I, I definitely recognize value in the Big Show. Big Show is one of those dudes like Andre, like Taker and Kane that that has lasting appeal. I've never been a big fan because I'm not a big fan of really big guys. Uh, I, I put it this way: I like Big Show in small doses, which is how they should be used. I th- and I think personally, I think as a character, as a person, I think he's hilarious and I think he's a good guy. Uh, but yeah, as a, as a, as an ongoing monster character, it gets old. That stuff gets old. Uh, so this is kind of how you would want to use a character like that. Come out there, whether he's heel or face, if he's face, use him, be, let him be funny, let him show some character and then let him do his work and then get out of there. Don't, don't, don't hold on to him too long. Yeah, you know he was able to he was able to prolong his career doing stuff like that. Luckily, and he's also probably also a little bit fortunate that he was able to go so long in his career. Uh, but yeah, it gets too much. Big Show is too much. It's, yeah, it's it uh, really ta- it really takes the takes that that sugar off of it, you know. And this is how almost should be used, like we were saying earlier. Like if Absolutely. you're going to use it, but Absolutely. not not a, not a Kurt Angle style. You wouldn't have him squash a guy like um, you know. Seth Rollins or something, you'd have him beat a guy, you know, like no. cra- on Crash Holly's level or two guys Crash Holly's level, and he'd be an attraction like Andre. You know, you don't, but you don't. I, the, thing, the, thing is, someone. the thing about almost is you need to, he doesn't have, as far as I know, he does not have the big show personality. He does not have no. a Paul White character. Uh, he, he's not even English speaking, you know, he, so he's. I don't know. I don't know. He might have, he might have some funny part. I don't know. He might be funny. I don't know. I doubt it. So you need to build him as the heel monster that doesn't talk. So get him a good manager. You got MVP. I I know that's what they're trying to do, but they're not succeeding. Uh, I'd rather have MVP with Bobby Lashley. Honestly, I thought that that whole thing was amazing and they ruined it. The hurt business was awesome. Uh, yeah. And then you gave, and you actually gave Shelton Benjamin something to do. Like he should be doing. Um, anyway, uh, Next up, we have the Dudley Boys versus TNA. That's Test and Albert, not Tits and Ass. Um, and there was <laughs> with some of that. Stratus, speaking of, spe- so so there was actually some of that. Um, versus the Dudley Boys, uh, Bubba Ray and Devon. Just a normal tag team match here. Uh, and- I gotta say that the video package to this uh, is Bravo, Bravo WWF. Yes. Uh, thank you for that. Nothing um, like Trish Dance on it. Polishing, you know, I, I, you know, I, I forgot. Uh, lemon oil on a on a table, <laughs> talking seductively. Nothing better than that. And I will say, this yeah. to me made the Dudley Boys. Like I followed him in ECW beforehand, but you know, and he was putting May yeah. Young through tables and putting whoever through tables. 
But this this angle in this match to me made it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It showed that. Yeah, uh, and I have to say that Tess and Albert are really good tag team. I like them both uh, together a lot. Yes, because uh, Albert Albert has Albert has a lot of potential, but you know he's he's the kind of the enforcer to the smaller. Like, he would be one of those kind of guys that you would hook up with a small guy like X Pac or somebody, right? He, but but Albert actually has a little bit of character to him. Like you could you could see it. You know, you can see it in the backstage area where uh, you know he's, they've got the glasses on. He's standing there looking like a, a bouncer, and when you know Trish is doing their little seductive thing to Michael Cole, and then Michael Cole's kind of just leaning into her, but kind of but he's not really he's not even really advancing on her though. She's just kind of leaning into him, and then and then instead of instead of doing anything to Trish, uh, Albert grabs Michael Cole and pulls him back like get away from her like don't you don't get too close even though it was trish that was getting close to him i thought that was pretty good uh, test test was one of those just unfortunate stars that just didn't he was moving up and then they pulled him away from stephanie and he never recovered whatsoever like no, no. he was well, up in this, and this he was, i mean a mid card in a mid card yeah. tag team you know he just never recovered yeah and i and I I do like his work with TNA here, but I but I I uh, yeah he just never went anywhere after that. It was unfortunate. Then he just became and he became Andrew Martin, and you know he got kind of more jacked and cut his hair, and then he got into drugs and all. I don't know. It's unfortunate, man. What happened to him? He was he was. Uh, he, I really liked Test. I thought Test was was awesome. Um, Trish, hot as ever. I mean, I also got to say here that this match was good. This match was good. Um, and they, I thought they laid stuff in. I thought they were really athletic. I thought Albert moved better than boss man. Um, test is like I said, he was awesome. He's in his prime here. Test big test running. Big boot is the best big boot. I think in the business, uh, cause I mean, he, he laid it in and looked, he had it a looked good top rope like elbow too. Not macho man level, but did. it was for, for a guy. His size was pretty good. For a guy his size, yeah. Because uh, what was he, 6'7", 6'6", 6'7", or 8"? Six probably, yeah. Well, he's a big dude. Maybe, may, I don't know. He's a big dude. Um, and I also have to say, before I get the rating, that uh, God bless the cameraman on that Yes, page. yes. Because, 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 because she came up there and took her, her goat off and to get their attention, to distract them. And uh, not only did it work, but when Tess hit that boot and they both dropped their big asses down on the mat, just just right there in her cheeks, just poop poop, and then and then he hits the he hits the the referee hits the one two three, and then she kind of did her little dance with the with the count. Yeah, they they knew what they were doing in that. Yeah. They knew what um. They were doing. Yeah, so God bless. Them. When we get into when we get into the actual finish of the match with the table. They played it out perfectly. Like she, she lays that kiss on on Bubba Ray, and then she walks away like she's really done something. And yeah, he grabs her yeah, hair. Yeah, like she's did it again. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, that was that was perfect because they yeah. played that up. And I will say one thing that makes Backlash 2000 so good is the build up to this show was phenomenal, and this was a major part of Absolutely. it. Absolutely, this and the Triple H Absolutely. and Rock stuff. Um, yeah. You know, for just I was going to mention just, that. I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah, it was. The, the yeah. way she teased him every single week. And then I, I just watched it today. You know, I always thought that Bubba took that bump on his butt, you know, through the table. 
But if you watch this one, uh, yeah, his legs no. from about knees take it. Her back takes the entire thing, uh, going through the table. Yeah. And then, yeah, know, he, kudos. He, 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 they really, yeah, because because I think the the other ones they show like the May Young and stuff. He really took the brunt of most of those. Like yeah. Terry's, I, I I can't remember Terry's, but yeah, Trish took all that just yes. about. Because um, I, I I'm glad they showed all those replays because because when I first saw them, I'm like, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good bump. Yeah, because it cause she and she was pretty tiny and she wasn't really wrestling yet. So I mean, it's like you, she was you, trained, but she wasn't wrestling. She wasn't. Yeah, like kudos to a lot of them women for taking that. You know, just because yeah. you never know, man. Um, that was great stuff. Uh, I gave this three and a quarter stars. Just, just yeah. overall. Uh, obviously, obviously the uh, the match was good. I liked all these guys. They put it. They, they're athletic. Um, Trish, the cameraman, uh, they all—they're all a part of it. Cameraman, yeah. you get three and a half stars. You get three and yeah. four stars too. Five stars, um, cameraman, and then of course the payoff. Five three stars for the, for the cameraman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm, uh, just uh, give me your PayPal if you're still out there. I'll—I'll I'll send you—I'll send you a tip. Um, <laughs> three and a quarter stars for that, and then of course the payoff at the end. Awesome, awesome for yeah. the with the table spot. What was your rating on that? Um, I'll go three. It, I, I match wise, I wouldn't quite go three and a quarter. You know what? For for the entire package, for for the for the power bomb through the, I'll the go three and a quarter. Either. I'll go with you on that. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy that I for think, a dollar. I think, I think that's solid. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I, I would do. Um, which is why only fans only fans exist nowadays. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I I don't I don't I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm just yeah. saying that that's what. What? Um, what? I'd but never. Uh, yeah, I would never. Um, so uh, yeah, the, so I want. I don't know if I mentioned the uh, six pack challenge match from earlier. That came in at 12, 12 minutes and eighteen seconds. So I thought that might have been a little bit long for the for like that kind of a mess. But ten minutes. Anyway, there's that. I did mention. Yeah, I did mention the big show match. That was two and a half minutes. This was a, this was this clocked in at eleven oh six, so th- which I thought was okay. I thought between everything, I I, I I didn't mind the length on this one. Yeah, I thought everything worked out pretty well. Um, next match. What did you? What did you, you said three and a quarter. Um, what was uh, the next match? Was okay. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero. So Eddie Guerrero rolls in about the time they wheel Trish out and put her in the ambulance and take off. Him and China, Mamacita, and Latino Heat roll up and. In his ride, and referee from the comes running up and says, "Hey, man, yeah, yeah, yeah." From the bottom, <laughs> he got his GED. Nice dress. He got his GED. Monday Night Rollins <laughs> coming in from the prom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I'm telling you, there, for all the for all the stupid shit in those days, there was some funny stuff. Yeah. Um, just. You know, I know that I would probably pick on a lot of it today, but man, there was just nothing uh, back then. They could sell it. Uh, so Eddie Guerrero in China, Eddie Guerrero being the European champion um, versus S.A. Rios with Lita. So this is Lita prior to the Hardy Boys connection. Um, Eddie Guerrero comes out and wrestles in his uh, his uh, bow tie. He's still got the he still got the <laughs> bow tie on the, the cummerbund. Yeah, the dress shoes on too. The dress shoes, I think so. <laughs> All he does is get in the trunk of his car and pull out his elbow pads and put them on, and take his shirt off. Uh, 
so he wrestles in that. China's got her her uh, her prom dress on. Uh, S.A. Rios, I thought, was a decent enough talent back in the day, but just real short-lived stuff, just typical kind of luchador. Uh, obviously, we know where Lita went. Um, came in at 8 minutes and 38 seconds. Eddie Guerrero gets the win, retains the title. Um, air, airplane spin, neckbreaker, which I thought was awesome. Uh, good spots in this match, uh, kind of more your typical cruiserweight lucha style match, which I thought was okay. It's a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, anything with anything with uh, with with Eddie's great. Um, I also I also wanted to make mention real quick because I wrote this down in my notes that A. S. A. Rios's entrance theme sounded like "Living La Vida Loca," like just like <laughs> a, a really like, for whatever reason, just like a like a wish version of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, decent spots. I gave it a two, a two out of five. You know, nothing against SA, uh, but Eddie's had way better matches before and after. Just yeah, kind of around the I middle. Just a little more than know. you did. I, I, I gave it a two and three quarter. I thought for like a cruiserweight type match, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. I just, I don't know. Like, I, There was nothing uh, biggest. Well, I don't know. What was the biggest... Like I said, that finish was good. The finish, the finish from Eddie was good, and then of course, then Lita thought she was gonna get one over on on uh, China at the end by ripping her prom dress off to give the world that yeah. show. Yeah. And and then Eddie's like, well, oh, you know, <laughs> not such a bad thing. And then she just yeah. kind of does okay, and then you know, doesn't wasn't even like shocked by it. Like she wasn't covering up like the rest of the girls would try to do. <laughs> I mean, by this point, at this point, she's been on the playboy cover like why would any of this matter like oh my god you got her lita you got her well i think that was later in the year uh, like in the fall oh was it really yeah she hadn't done oh, okay. that yet she might. yeah oh, okay well she had two i think didn't she have two spreads maybe uh, i feel like but, she did or maybe that was safe maybe that was sable i don't remember but yeah that was later or on uh, because because i think the playboy things what caused them to, to split up like later in the year uh, like Latino, heat didn't him, and, him and Eddie. Uh, and ironically, I'm pretty sure it was around that time that Paul and and uh, her split. I, I think I can't remember what year that actually was because I know this the stuff with him and Stephanie on screen developed into something more eventually later. I, I know they didn't like officially like. Yeah, I know they didn't. I, I guess supposedly they didn't officially like date and get married and all that till much later. But I'm pretty sure there was something going on there. Um. Not that this is the young and the restless, so we're going to move on to Backlash. Um, so next next is a scene. Triple H seems confident in the back that I think Michael Cole or somebody interviews him. And, and then Vince says that Stone Cold may not be there at all because maybe car trouble or something. You know, insinuating right. that he may have had something to do with Stone Cold not making it. So they're really playing up, you know, this appearance of Stone Cold. The announcers are, and then the one, the Vince McMahon and that crew is playing up that, you know, they've got this upper hand. Stone Cold's not showing. You can't really trust him anyway. And you know, they're just really confident that they're going to beat the hell out of the Rock, and Rock's not going to become champion. So they're really they're really dressing that up. That's good. Good stuff. Um, next match is the the match before the main event, the secondary main event. This is Chris Benoit. Or as Chris Jericho would say, Chris Benoit. And he does Benoit. say that here, which I love. I, I'll never, ever forget that. I love, I always call him Chris Benoit now. Um, Chris Jericho and him 
for the United or for the Intercontinental Championship, excuse me, the United States title does not exist yet here. Um, <laughs> Jericho uh, gets a good uh, gets a good pop from the crowd here. I think he's he was yeah. pretty he was pretty hot pretty early, wasn't he? Yeah, it was it was Y two K, so Y two J was was still in vogue. It was really yes in vogue. Um, I love I love during entr- the entrance of Crispin Wall, Jr. says he's colder than the other side of the pillow, and I think that's one of my <laughs> favorite expressions of all time. Yeah, because I know that's not the only thing, the only time he said it, but that's one of my favorite. Uh, Benoit takes I know, a couple spots I wrote down here. Benoit takes a dive outside, misses uh, landing on the floor. I thought that was a good spot. I know it looked more protected. Actually, after the replay, it looked more protected than it sounded the first time. But, man, I tell you what, if you go back and watch any replays of some of his matches, not just this one, he takes spots like that, those dives, and, I mean, just goes hard in the paint. It's no wonder what happened to him, you know, with his head and all that. Um, You know, I've seen better matches out of both of these guys, but I thought it was still pretty good, honestly. They They would have a better one the next month. On paper, but yeah, yeah. As, as far as Maybe all around, China. well, I don't. Know. The ending yeah. to this, I, one, I thought it was. I thought it was really good. The ending to this one, I, I mean, it was a mass clear up until the end, and then they're like, "Well, we got to yeah. make a program out of this, so we we got to have a schmoz ending." And I, I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't much like it either. I think it would have been better to. If you're gonna have a Schmalls ending, I think if you're gonna do something a little different, I think you, I think you get, uh, I don't know, there could, they, I don't, know, it could have, it could happen any other way. I mean, the, the and the announcers didn't play it up or call it until the replay much at like much later. It was like two or three minutes later after all that, because uh, because um, he he what does he hit the he hits the belt because Benoit goes for the diving headbutt. Yeah, Jericho lifts moves, which you can see, you can see when it happens. He lifts that belt up and he headbutts the belt, and then Tim White sees it and rings the bell, calls a disqualification. Everyone boos, and then the ref and the announcers are like, "What?" JR's like, "What the hell? Like, what? Yeah. What happened? What kind of <laughs> bullshit is this?" And uh, <laughs> so, of course, being mad, Jericho takes it on Tim White and then puts him in a really high angle uh, walls of Jericho, which I thought was one great. of the better looking ones. Holding on to it. Yeah, absolutely. Just really looks like he is twisting him up. And, uh, of course, he's not, you know, he's he's probably a little bit more bendable. Uh, he's a bigger guy, but he's not, like, just solid muscle. So he looks a lot better. I think it looks like he's contorting him a lot more. Um, but anyway, then they play the re- they play the replay, and JR's like, oh, well, I was wrong. <laughs> that was a good call. <laughs> uh, to your point earlier where you were talking about uh, Y2J really being over, um Sorry, I got a phone call there. Um, early, like a couple weeks uh, previously on Raw, he had actually beaten Triple H for the world title. And that was the one where he told um, Earl Hebner, hey, that match never happened. That was a storyline story line mode you could play on No Mercy or something. And he's like, um, that match never happened. And then they ended up firing him on the spot. And that plays into the main event later. Okay, well, I wondered... I wondered how I couldn't remember how Earl got fired, but I knew I was going to mention that later that he was rehired. Um, I yes. thought it was just something with I definitely thought it was something with them. They fired. I thought they fired him over Triple H something or other, but that makes sense. I I didn't I didn't realize what the actual deal was over. Yeah, Y2J had actually beaten him for uh, the also, belt on like the like the April seventeenth Raw because I can remember watching it you know live at the time. 
and uh, it was a really I good. Watch it. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's like it's like the first segment of that of that show, and it's it's really good. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I don't, not much else to say. Uh, I thought both of them had really good variety. I think you know you got the Benoit type who's really stiff, uh, lays shit in, and Jericho uses that variety, the high flying moves. I think they're a good counterbalance to each other. Um, uh, I thought the the title shot. I think it was there was a title shot to Jericho's head, and there was a kick out after that. They got a good pop. Uh, yeah, just really bad ending. That's pretty much it. But I thought it was one of the better matches of the night. Besides that, and I gave it three and a quarter stars. Yeah, yeah I was. I could go three and a quarter stars. That's fine. The, the match was pretty physical. It was it was good. I liked I liked yeah. all of it except for the ending. They they could have found a better way to do it. You know, double yeah. double kick to the groin or something. Double DQ. I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what would have been a good call because I didn't really sit here and thought about it. And I'm not going to do that right now. But uh, just in the interest of time. But yeah, I think I agree. I think there should have been something uh, else going on there. So that will lead us to the main event of the night. And that is Triple H, who is the champion versus The Rock for the WWF Championship. Uh, the the or tra- the champion, Triple H, uh, is backed up by Vince and Shane, who is the special referee in this match, um, along with the rest of the McMahon-Helmsley faction. Except, Well, I guess minus DX at this point. DX is had their own yeah. problems, so they didn't I didn't actually make an appearance. Uh they play a bigger role, I think, in that judgment day match. Um but so yeah, The Rock's supposed to be like, backed up by Steve. Like Austin. how in the beginning of this match, Vince says if you look at your program, it says card subject to change. You know, for for over half the show they've been saying Austin isn't there and getting this crowd really wound yeah. up. And and they did a yeah. really good and job. Just, yeah, just drive it home even more. Yeah, he's not here, and he's not coming, and hey, don't put that on me. So, uh, I, yeah, I really like Vince sealing it up. Yeah. And man, Vince, when you watch him as an on-screen character, Vince is so good. I mean, I mean kudos to the, you know, to, oh, I hate saying this, to Kevin Dunn or whoever, the camera work, the producing, like, they know how to capture moments, whether it's yeah. scripted or not. Because uh, they, I mean, they always find a way to capture whatever Vince is doing with his face, or I mean, like they, because I mean, there was a, there was a, and I'll get to the rest of this in a minute, but there is there is one part in this match where uh, Triple H just can't get the Rock down, and he pins him multiple times, and you know he's always kicking out at two, and then Vince just like looks at Shane and yells at him. He's like, Shane, count to three. <laughs> it's just like, you know, and they so- captured all this. This is hilarious. I was going to drive this point this point home too, but I think maybe we're talking about the same thing. There's a point in this match where Vince is looking on and he can't beat him, and he's got this look on his face. and And uh, Jim Ross makes a comment about his face, and Jerry Lawler's like, "What is the man's face? You going to give a guy a hard time about his face? It's his face. <laughs> it's his yeah. face. Yeah. That's so good. It's just his face. Come on, Jr. <laughs> oh, man." So good. So just to, to go back to the beginning real quick, uh, I've got to say that the lead up to this, like and we've mentioned it already in the show, just not to the whole pay-per-view, but especially to this match, the the package, the video package and all this was top notch. 
Um, yes. You know, leading and leading up to this, the go home shown to SmackDown the, the few nights prior was was the famous Stone Cold destroying the DX Express. Um, you know, saying that he's on only his side, but you know, anyway, uh, man, there's a good lead up to this through all of it. I mean, really showing that that Rock under under kind of being the underdog here. He's he, he's yep. not. It's not in his favor. There's way too many moving parts on the Triple H side. And if you don't have Stone Cold, you ain't got nobody, and you ain't got a chance. So the biggest question, obviously, is is Stone Cold going to show? Uh, and they really do a good job here, like we've already mentioned. Um, this is, by the way, uh, my favorite Triple H. I love the theme. The My Time theme is my favorite Triple yes. H theme. I love this 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 era. Is absolutely, and you know, of course, I hated him so much as a kid. He just didn't understand, you know. I, Oh, I, I love so it. pro Stone Cold, and I, I was so pro Stone Cold, but and I still am. But man, I appreciate him so much more now. He is so good, and I love Evolution Triple H. But this is so good. Like all this stuff at, is so good. At this point, I'm 20 years old watching this, and so you can't help but see Triple H and be like, "That that guy's cool." And he's got like, to quote Jeff yeah. Jarrett, all the stroke. Uh, I hated, you know, I hated X Pac and Road Dog and all of those guys, but Triple H was yeah. as cool as he yeah. could be. But you know, at this yeah, point, he was so good. At, at this point, the the story's told so well. You're ready for Rock to overtake him at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, after everything has happened between what Royal Rumble and <clears throat> and WrestleMania, and then then the backlash, it's it's time. And you've got no Undertaker in sight, and you've got no Stone Cold. So I mean, it's time. And the crowd was the crowd was on fire. The crowd was ready. Everybody was ready. It was just it was just so perfect. And like you said, it was it's a shame it couldn't happen at Mania. Yeah. But, uh the Rock the Rock started off decent offense here, I thought. Uh, but it quickly goes to Triple H's favor. This is just some of the notes I wrote down. Uh Shane and Vince got involved a lot, especially Vince. Um, I thought that was all played up really well. Um he's he, you know, Rock is able they sell it just right too, because Rock's able to step to stay you know, fighting yeah. from underneath pretty much the whole time, even through yeah. all that Gaga, and there wasn't yeah, this, really as much Gaga as I, I thought. That was the most. That was the most important part of the match to me. You know, after after the very beginning, he's fighting from underneath, and Triple H cuts him off, and then he'll hit a move, and he's fighting from yeah. underneath, and Triple H cuts him off. That happens three or four times in this match, and then he makes a well, comeback. Just him, like, and Vince, Vince hits him with off. the belt. Like, yeah, Vince, Vince hits him with. Yeah. So now you're really looking yeah. for somebody to come yes. out here and do something to these guys. Uh, go ahead with your notes. Yeah, and I don't want to get. Oh, I was just no. I just I was just, no. You, you're pretty much right there. Uh, just I was gonna say that he's just slowly building for that payoff, and then he keeps himself alive, you know. And then Vince screws him time and time again, and then you get you know, and then you've got the crowd chanting Austin, Austin, Austin the whole time. They're ready, right? They're ready, and you know, still don't know if he's coming. Uh. Then there's this. Then there's this moment in the match. After this, pretty, you know, it's like a. By the way, this is a 19 minute, 22 second match. So this goes for a little while, uh, but it's it's pretty good all the way. It's and it's not in Rock's favor, which is great, right? And because because the payoff is really quick and it's at the end and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Shane, he, Rock finally gets a move. Shane refuses to count. Yes. So this sets the Rock off, and then you get your first referee bump. Shane gets knocked out of the ring. He rock nails him and he just falls out of the ring. Awesome. So they get back up and tried to take him, you know, take him. Triple H is going to pedigree him on this, 
on this Spanish announce table. And The Rock ends up getting a hold of Triple H and Shane and double rock bottoms it's both amazing. on the table. Great spot. Great spot. Great setup. Shane's out now. He's out of the picture. Like he's yeah. done. And you know, that's a WrestleMania for, moment for, right there. That's that's like yes. a totally wasted that should have been a WrestleMania moment. Yeah, it's it because it because it kind of harkens back to the year prior in '99 with the the camera with Rock and Austin where they're on the yeah. he stuns them on yeah. the table with the camera. You know, he's holding. Yeah, the he sees Austin. That was good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! And then <laughs> and then all of a sudden you got the double finger and yeah, it was great. Um, so you got that. It's a huge pop. Shane's out, and now now you've got a pedigree on the Rock, I believe, right in the middle of the ring with Triple H. Vince McMahon's waving for the refs to come out. It's Patterson and Briscoe, both of them in ref shirts. Now they're out. Now yep. the Stooges are out. Now, now it's six and on one. Now you got. Now it's six on one. Um, you know Shane's still out at the moment, but you still got the rest of them. Uh, comes out replacements. They all attack the Rock. They hold them down. They're beating on them. So we're getting to that moment, right? Triple H grabs the Rock. Vince nails the Rock in the head with a chair. After as Triple H holds him. Now, I got a note real quick, though. Vince's clumsy ass nails the rock and then falls <laughs> over on top of him <laughs> onto, the, onto the mat. Now, he gets up and just plays it cool, but yeah, yeah. this is hilarious. So, they're all they're all hovering around the ring, and he's and you know, Vince is yelling at Patterson and Briscoe both. Count to three now, okay? You're going to count to three. And then, you know, that's Triple H just picking him up for the pedigree. Glass breaks. And, I mean, just the place blows. Just mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, Perfect. one of the best moments of the... Of, one of the best moments of the year. One of the best moments in history. Definitely the best moment of the night. Perfect. He, he is back for the night. For the moment. Comes out. Chair shots for everybody. I mean, just nailing everybody in the head and the back. Hits Triple H. Vince. Both Patterson and Briscoe, I believe. And then yeah. Shane. He always gets Shane good with those. Yeah. Um, just everything. And, you know, and just and in this cool breeze fashion, just walks right out of the ring, walks right back to the back. And as he's leaving, Linda comes out with Earl Hebner, which, you know, leads into the story that you were saying earlier about Earl Hebner yeah. being rehired back by Linda. And now you've got everybody out. Everyone's laid out. Everyone's done except for Triple H and The Rock. The Rock gets the spine buster, the people's elbow. Linda tells Earl, get in the ring and count. One, two, three. Just awesome. Just what yes. a moment, man. What a, yeah. what a great moment. Yeah. And that's, that's, how you, that's how you would actually blow off a feud, but it would continue on for another couple months. I mean, you know, as far as... Yeah. Like I said, it, le- it, it leads into, like, Judgment Day, at least, which is... Yeah, in, they're in they're June, still fighting over the belt, King of the May. Ring. Yeah, King of the yeah. Ring. They're, they're yeah. they got like well, a man belt on the line. I think Judgment Day might be in May that year. Yeah, it that's was the return of the Undertaker as the American Badass. That's the Iron Man. So the next month, yeah, and that, yeah, that's the big Iron Man match. And everybody gets involved in the Undertaker comes out, and they screw yeah. the Rock again, of course, because Undertaker's yeah. involvement. Oh, yeah, we'll have to talk but, about that sometime. I thought, that but they should have when they booked WrestleMania this year. They should have watched this show and took notes. You know, it oh that that God. is you yes. know that place was so ready for Cody to to win that belt. Yes. And, and yeah. you know, look no further than Exhibit. And, and I 
I get from a business standpoint, you know, if the, if, especially if this was 20 years ago, let's go ahead and drag it out and make some more money. And, it, for, yeah. you know, for all intents and purposes, maybe they're going to still do that. But I just, you know, you especially with today's wrestling, you're going to lose hope every day, every week. And I just, I want, I want that to be the case because I want it to be something more important. I want it to be bigger. And if it's, if it turns out to where it works out, it's more special for Cody. Great. But right now, I don't, I still don't see it. So, well, I mean, only time will tell. But yeah, right. Unless they drag it out to, still, unless they drag it out to next year's Mania, and and you know he's got to put his career up or something. Yeah. Can you can you can you make it that long in this day and age? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can. But that was the perfect way to end the show. Um, I think the matches of four. Yeah, absolutely. For 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 all the extracurricular stuff, I'm giving it a four and a half. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I actually gave it a four and and, and a quarter, but I but I'm I think I'm going to change it. I think you're right. Just even with the Gaga, it was so good. It was so in, and it was so needed yep. to get there. I thought it was just beautifully done. You know, it was very sports entertainment like, but it was so it was done so well. If you're going to do it that way, that's how you got to do it. Yes. So yeah, the babies are thrown in the air. Everybody's happy. The Rock's celebrating. Out comes Stone Cold. In one last moment, he comes out to the you know glass breaks again, and he pulls out this big old truck. He pulls out the the uh, burn up DX Express. Yeah, and then has a, <laughs> and has a beer with the Rock at the they're, end to celebrate. It goes off air. Their 1980s bus that Vince splurged for. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. What they say too is like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bus. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the, that's the Lex Express repainted or something. Right. Probably. Who knows? Got, got more bang for their buck than the Lex Express yeah. did. Yes. Yes. For sure. Literally. Um. Yeah, man. What a good show, man. I think overall, I'd give the show a four out of five. Just overall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I know I gave it a lot, lots of twos and two and a halfs and stuff like that. But man, I think just what a what a show and that ending is just really just pushes everything over the edge like like i said it's it's one of the best shows of the year so so far that i can remember um it's it's one of the best shows of the year just for that i think this and i think probably fully loaded that year where you had like a triple main event and uh we'll have we might have to cover that one someday it's it's really good yeah but yeah. um, yeah, this this for for that main event and the feeling at the end of it, and then the whole Trish Stratus Bubba Ray Dudley thing. Everybody everybody went home happy. There was just enough other stuff that didn't drag yeah. it down a bit. Um, yes, arguably best show of the year. Yeah, for sure. I I would definitely I definitely put put it up against something. That we'll, in, as we do more of these, maybe maybe we'll we'll know for sure. But yeah, I, 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 right now I would be inclined to agree with that for sure. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So uh, next up, I, we haven't really decided a hundred percent what we're doing. I think we're, we're going to do definitely do something old again. We want to stay in the same year. Are we doing Saudi next? We, we, yeah, we, well, yeah, we probably better do Saudi next. Cause it's going to be like, it's right around the corner. So we'll do Saudi next. And then, yeah. uh, you yeah, know, I want to do something a little old goes. I'll do something a little older. What I say we do is, 
what I say we do maybe is is we'll see how the Saudi go- show goes, and if it's good enough, we'll rate it and discuss it in length. If not, we'll do it kind of like we did Backlash today, and then we'll do an old show. Regardless, we'll do an old show at some point, but that's what we'll do. If the Saudi, if the Saudi shows is kind of eh, then we'll we'll uh, we'll do kind of like we did today, and then do an old show. And I'd say yeah. maybe we can keep it in the same year, or I don't. Know, we'll figure it out. We'll let everybody know. Um, but yeah, I think I mean I really enjoyed this today. I think uh, I I hope everybody uh, goes and checks out Backlash 2000 if you haven't a long time because it. See what you guys think about it out there, because it's man for me. It's it was it's one of the best the era. it has to be. That this and WrestleMania seven, this and WrestleMania seventeen tops oh, of, of the entire dude, era. Seventeen seven WrestleMania seventeen was real good. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, well, one more actually, one more note. Just uh, ugh, God, give out give a shout out to the old old Dave Melser. Oh, Uncle Dave here. Um, so he actually rated that Intercontinental match a three point seven five out of five. Oh wow! And he he rated he rated the Dean Malenko and Scotty Two Hottie match a four out of five. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, three three stars. stars. I don't know what to do for, with them. Yeah, yeah. Three stars for the tag team championship match. Zero stars for Angle versus Big Show, and two point seven five stars for Guerrero versus Rios. What do you give the main event? I uh, didn't doesn't. Uh, it doesn't list that for some reason. Cool. I'll have to find it. Uh, let me give me. Let me see what. Uh, let me there's see only been like. Quick, actually, there's only been like two modern era WWF WWE matches he's ever given five stars to, and I can't think what they are off the top of my head, but I know there's only one or two. Um, well, I tell you what, man, he's been throwing around so much crap here lately that I don't, I don't even know. Like I, beforehand, I would be like, oh, okay. But now, like he just, I don't know. Like I can't, I can't take someone seriously that, that loves AEW as much as him. Yeah. Six and a half stars I for Kenny can't. Omega versus the Mexican pirate dude. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. get as it. As long as it's got Kenny or the young bucks in it. Uh, so yeah, three, so this is, I don't know that that was from Wikipedia, but this says, oh my God. So the big show with Kurt Angle was a dud. So it's zero, uh, 2.75 for Eddie and SA two stars for the Dudleys versus and TNA versus TNA 1.75 stars for the hardcore championship match. 1.75 stars for the bull Buchanan and boss man versus the acolytes four stars for Malenko and Scotty too hottie three stars for Degeneration X versus Christian and Edge. And three point seven five stars for Benoit and Jericho and three point seven five stars for Rock versus Triple H. Oh wow. <laughs> so craziness. Even if we were a little bit generous, even if we were a little bit generous on that that main event. It's more than it's still at least a four or something. It's got yeah, I mean, it's it's more than that. Yeah, yeah. Even even with sports entertainment stuff in it, man, I, that's that was done so well that I can't even be mad at it. You know what I mean? Like that's so good. That pop yeah. and that leading all stuff, all that stuff leading up to Austin coming out and helping, and then The Rock winning ultimately. Man, that's yeah, that's that's wildly good. Even even if you yeah, uh, that's just crazy, man. Like 
especially after such a bum WrestleMania that year. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we'll have to, we'll definitely have to do more of those. I'll have to, I'll, 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 uh, scrounge up some, some ratings for the next show we do too. Maybe let's compare. Yeah. Um, that'll be good. So, uh, yeah, everybody out there, hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, you can get all of our podcasts out in podcast land, pretty much wherever you get your podcast, uh, Google Pandora, uh, pretty much all of my I, I, iTunes. It's all, it's all there. Apple podcasts. They're all, it's, it's available everywhere. I'm not really good at the rigmarole, but yeah, we're, we're, we're out there for everybody, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, next time around will definitely be, um, I guess it depends on which order I put these out. I think this will go up pretty much immediately. Um, I'd say if we can get Kenny in here, we will do stream two and three because I've been saying that for a long time now. But we're gonna we're gonna do some movie talk uh, for sure as soon as we can get our third man. Um, but like I said, with me and Andrew, we'll be doing some wrestling stuff because that's also what we want to talk about, and that's what we'll we'll talk about Saudi the Sot Night of Champions show and then whatever else other old one we come up with at the time. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, hope you guys all enjoyed this and uh, we will uh, we will see you next time. Andrew, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Nope. Uh, go watch this show. It's, it's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Let us all know what you guys think too. Um, you know, you can find us on YouTube as well and pretty much all our older shows on there at uh, Macho Movie Madness. So be sure to be sure to let us know. Um, and if you guys have any questions also, or anything you want us to talk about or want to ask us, uh, feel free, man. Absolutely. Just like, let us know, find our, uh, find our YouTube or anything or my email and just, uh, just ask away. We'll answer it on the podcast. So, all right, we will, uh, we're out, we're out of here. We'll see y'all next time.